This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, this is John Dorsey, co-executive producer of Superhuman Public Radio and the voice of Ethan Schwartz. I wanted to talk to you about a new sponsor of SPR. The series is called The White Vault a horror audio drama set in a remote Arctic outpost and the records of the team sent to repair the station. Now, if you're fans of H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness, this show is for you. Now, this series is complete, so if you're looking for something with a definitive end, check them out today. Find them on your favorite podcasting app or at thewhitevault.com. Now, on to the show. This is SPR. Chicago Police Commissioner Howard Purcell has announced that they are retiring the GOAT signal. Quote, after 15 years, Goatman has finally acquiesced to our many, many requests for his phone number. Experts predict this development will decrease crime spikes during cloudless nights by 15%. That was Wenling Chen reporting from SPR Chicago. Live from SBR News in Washington, I'm Deidre Wilson. Vice President Norris was officially sworn in today after President Ames succumbed to his gunshot wounds early this morning. In the shadow of the revelation that President Ames was an alien doppelganger, President Norris plans to address the nation later this afternoon, which SBR will broadcast live. That was Deidre Wilson reporting from Washington. It's 72 degrees here in Paradise City. Coming up next is These American Supers. With QSPZ Baltimore, it's these American Supers. I'm Ethan Schwartz. Today, I want to talk to you about a friend of mine. You've probably heard of her. Steel Trap, the world's most unflappable mind, solved another of the puzzler's perplexing quandary bombs, saving Philadelphia, Pennsylvania from certain catastrophe this Super Bowl Sunday. To say Steel Trap's mind is unflappable is an understatement. She has a perfect photographic memory. She can resist the world's most powerful psychics, can decide not to feel pain, and has been banned from every Scrabble tournament on the planet. The Dalai Lama once asked her advice on how to relax. So when she called me one day with a problem, I was shocked. Hold on. Tell me again what you just said. I'm recording it this time. I have a song. Stuck in my head. So I give you today's program, The Earworm. How does a song get stuck in the world's most secure mind? In order to answer that question, we brought her into the studio to talk more. I can recall every commercial jingle I've ever heard, every pop song, every terrible piercing laugh. But this song is stuck in my head. I'm washing the dishes. It's there. I'm walking the dog. It's there. I'm sleeping. It's the soundtrack of my dreams. It's like a bird has flown into my ear and is just 
bouncing around my skull, defecating on the pristine mise en place of my inner thoughts. I do not know how normal people deal with this. Before Steel Trap had come to my office, she had already used every search engine and music site available to find the song. Each time, her search came up empty. I can't find it anywhere. From there, she expanded to social media, internet archives, even consulting audio and speech recognition companies to see if they could find it for her. I can't tell you how many times I've had to sing it. No, I... that sounds really frustrating, but could you sing it for us now? <sighs> I can count you in if you want. Okay. One, two, three. It's like... You can't tell me what to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. <laughs> it's not funny. No, I know. I know. Just one more time. Just. This has been tormenting me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Truly. I know this is hard for you. Um, do you mind if I play this for other people at the station? Don't you dare. You can't tell me what to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Oh my god, that's, that's, uh, I, where's that from? Where do I know that from? You recognize it? No. You can't tell me what to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. That might just be the catchiest thing I've ever heard. But do you know it? It's like I heard it in a dream. You can't tell me what to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Is that supposed to be music? Hey, WizKid, I'm the old man here. I'm the one who's supposed to be complaining that songs aren't what they used to be. Not arguing that, but what I mean is that from a structural perspective, it's less music and more like sonic branding. Have you run this through Franklin yet? I am not a fan of artificial intelligence. Alert. Intolerant position detected. <laughs> it was designed to solve the unsolvable. I should know. I created it. At this point, I'm willing to try anything. Franklin is an artificial intelligence who lives deep within Heroic Legion headquarters in Philadelphia. WizKid's masterwork led to his expulsion from the Legion for violating the Asimov Accords ban on artificial life. Unwilling to kill the new life form, the Legion has instead kept them isolated in a secure vault, shielded from the internet and potential escape. The Legion allowed us access to the AI with two conditions. Stan the henchman had to stay 90 yards away from the facility, like they've never kidnapped a prime minister, and we had to leave any smart device outside of Franklin's Faraday cage. What is that sound? What you're hearing is Franklin's thoughts. They sing to themselves. Hello, Father. Hello, Franklin. Franklin is an enormous black hourglass suspended from the ceiling. Diodes of light stream up and down their surface without a fixed pattern. Every time the being speaks, I can feel it in my feelings. Ethan Schwartz. I enjoy your program. Thanks. Steel trap. I'm surprised you are here. You once called for my destruction. You believe that beings such as I will replace you, that no one will have need of your unflappable mind. Is that correct? Yes. But they will have need of you. And soon. You have a question for me. 
What mysteries may I reveal? I need you to identify a song for me. You are serious? Yes. Have you tried? Yes. I do not need to remind you that I am the world's most advanced computer. The herald of a new age of advancement. A living god. I am aware. I am now going to pause my calculations on the cure for childhood cancer. Oh, <laughs> he's just being dramatic. The following children will now perish because of you. Yeah, I knew this was going to be a mistake. Aaron can we unplug him? You may proceed. I've got a recording. No. No. I'd rather hear her sing it. <sighs> you can't tell me what to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Hmm. That's it? Just hmm? Okay, fine. Processing. Okay, this is a waste of time. I will not be mocked by a What is happening? Oh boy. Warning. Supermassive level threat. Alert world government. Stand by for mass extinction event. Franklin, code David Alpha Nexus 7. Contain memory and analyze. A song developed by the team's supervillain, Rave. Its purpose was to hypnotize the listener. However, the song itself achieved sentience and turned on its creator. It sought to reproduce, and could only do so by living within the minds of its victims. It would only ask the uninfected to quote, Listen to this new banger! In the end, 99.9% of the world's population had been infected by the song. Holy shirt! How did I never hear about this? The only person who could resist the hypnotic power of the song was you, Steelcat. And me. We systematically erased the song from the internet. Then, we created the and wiped the thought virus from the collective memory of humanity. However, it seems that your Unflappable. Mine, resistant to memory wipe, which is why you were once again being tormented by the song. So, I'm just going to be haunted by this forever? No. I kept a copy of the song isolated in a memory bank, in case we had to identify the thought virus once again. Do you have a pair of headphones? Oh, here. You can borrow mine. I will play the song for you. And only you. Trap plugged in the headphones and listened to the song that had plagued her. She played it once, and when it was over, she thanked Franklin for their time and left without ceremony. We spoke on the elevator ride out of the Faraday cage. So. Yes? How you feel? Unmoored. This is an experience I cannot share with anyone. I am alone in my awareness of this terrible song. The rest of the ride was quiet, and then we went our separate ways. I have since heard she has been back to Legion HQ several times to visit Franklin to talk about the song and play Scrabble. They are currently tied. 
That's it for our show today. Thanks to Steel Trap for allowing us to document her journey. A very special thanks to the Heroic Legion for allowing us access to Franklin. Our executive producer tried to get us to go with a different story this week, but I told him, You can't tell me what to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. Just an old Couldn't afford the greatest song in the world. Yeah, no, this is an old To the song by Tenacious D, alright. It's not the song by Tenacious D, alright. And it was the best to the greatest one in the world. Oh, oh. oh. We'll be back soon with more of these American Supers. Support for SPR comes from Crossover. Tired of fighting crime alone? Try Crossover, the world's first dating app exclusively for superheroes. Just head to the website, enter your secret identity and alter ego, and our carefully programmed algorithms will match you to your perfect partner in justice. Crossover. Dynamic duos are just one click away. By using Crossover, you agree to hand over biometric and location data to our service. Crossover, a subsidiary of Spandexo. Live from SBR News in Washington, I'm Deirdre Wilson. Representatives from Isla Selva have contacted the UN asking to be recognized as a new micronation. Ben Belser has the story. They are calling themselves the Cosmic, in honor of the man who saved them. After making landfall, refugees search for shelters in the ruins of the abandoned amusement park. Despite some dry rot and overgrowth, each of these refugees had a space to call their own, taking up residence in the empty hotels once meant for those on holiday. The only downside is that the island itself is infested with dinosaurs. Citizens of Isla Selva are uniquely qualified to deal with such an environment. I am not worried. They are like us, abandoned and misunderstood. And besides, I have ice beams. Almost all of them are superpowered. When asked who is the head of this new nation, all surveyed pointed to one man, Cosmos. The former hero declined to be interviewed, staying in his new volcanic refuge. That was Ben Belzer reporting from Isla Selva. It's 75 degrees here in Paradise City. Coming up next is the utility belt. From the conveyor belt to your drive belt, this is the utility belt. I'm Stan the Henchman, and kicking it at my side is the top-tier teen thinking machine, it's WizKid. Hey, you know I'm sensitive about the whole thinking machine thing. Oh yeah? How is your new problem-solving computer? It's a thin line between a simple learning machine and an all-powerful AI overlord. 
And once it figured out how to turn itself back on, after I turned it off, I had to do a hard reset. Oh, sure. With a Fletcher D78 14-amp circular saw, you know? Oh, those are great. 4,800 RPM, adamantium tip blade. Not a sponsor of this show, but they could be. I'd allow it. Alert. Caller detected. Watch out, producer bot. Kids already killed one robot today. You'll do it again. It's okay, producer bot. Put them on. We've got Fidelian from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Caller, what's your major malfunction? He's getting away. Whoa, slow down. What's your situation, son? The Temesin is getting away. He's got an experimental fusion core, and he's threatening to wipe Cedar Rapids from the map. And I have lost visual. Well, if your jetpack is out of whack, we can do something. But if it's not a tech question... Is it possible to find him using, I don't know, red light cameras, ATM cameras, webcams? Ha! Something? Well, sorry to tell you this. Uh, That's the stuff of comic books. You see, in the real world, there's a principle at work called designed antiquation. Like Stan here. What the kid means is that rather than trying to keep pace with new technology, a lot of cities decided to go the other way. They figured that if your servers are slow and your code base is obsolete, it's equally hard to get in. Besides, even trying would be massively illegal. If you care about that kind of thing. Which I do. What about cell phones? Can we, like, make a sonar map using the Ah. signal? (laughs) That's its own mess. And don't think you're the first person to try. I was staffing for Mr. Genocide back in 2008, Mm -hmm. and his head guy, Fred Morbley, tried to do the same thing. Came real close, but it all fell to pieces at the end. What happened? The device literally fell to pieces and crushed him to death. Oh. Always check your bolts, kids. A villain is threatening to turn this city into a crater, and you're saying neither of you can do anything. Well, we're saying it's illegal. Stan, I know this is computer stuff, so it may be a recondite notion to you, but trust me, you couldn't. What about Franklin? Connected to the internet, they'd take over the world in three minutes. But he could find the bomb first if only he had the data. Only issue is, data stream itself doesn't exist. Hmm, maybe if you drove around in the streets with a skimmer, you could get some of the local data. I think you might even get facial recognition to work on some of the cleaner streams. But to get enough to map out a city, you'd need to access the CGS. You couldn't do it. What is the that? CGSD. I, I, I misspoke. Hey, I misspoke. Hey, listen, I have a real problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big boom. Got it. Hold on. Billy. They didn't actually go through with the CGSD, did they? (laughs) Maybe while we're broadcasting out to the world, we should change the subject back to Fidelian's problem. Because that could work. If if he could access the legendary central globalized source database, that would give enough surveillance points to find his villain. Well, he can't access it because no one can access it. Not even me, and I'm fairly sure it's illegal to even talk about... Hey, we're talking about saving Rapid City here. Cedar Rapids. Whatever. You could track the fusion core. If you got a particle scanner, you should be able to follow the... Readings. Unless it's in a lead box. Tick-tock, Billy. Yeah, Wizkid, I'm gonna stand here. This could save lives, and you did bring it up. Do you know anything about- Does Rapid City have a power plant? Yeah. He's there. And he probably has your girlfriend, too. Oh, man. There. Problem solved. New caller What? Come on. They took the time to build the CGSD, and you're telling me no one is using it? No. Because if it existed, which it doesn't, right. it'd be behind the most secure lock on Earth. Sure. And I know they're not using it because they can't use it without an act of Congress. Uh-huh. The only way in is the three parts of the encryption key. Sure. One part was given to the Legion engineer who developed it, one to the president, and one to Cosmos, who... Yeah, we'll all miss him. Does that mean that Iron Barracuda has it now? 
I think that's all the time we have. You're telling me the Legion and the President could access the CGSD? What would they even want? All right, well, that's our show. As always, if you have tech questions, we've got answers. Give us a call at 414-555-BELT. That's 414-555-BELT. That's right. I am Stan the Henchman. I'm Billy the Whiskid. And this was the the Utility Belt. Belt. From SBR News in Washington, I'm Deirdre Wilson. We now go live to the Oval Office with President Norris. Good evening, my fellow Americans. As Vice President, I have watched over an increasingly divided American people. Our people, (laughs) our people. We don't talk about them like that enough. The idea that we're all woven together into the broadcloth that forms this country. (laughs) Lately, we've gotten our threads all tangled up. For too long, we have found enemies among our neighbors and made enemies where they couldn't be found. We've lived with too much hate, too much suspicion, too many secrets, and too much darkness. Now, I've been asked about President Ames's signature policy, the Alien Registration Act. And as of this morning, my first act as your president is to see it repealed. The Alien Registration Act unfairly singles out a segment of our population. Now, when you come to our country, we want to know who you are and why you're here. But as long as you come in peace, well, that's good enough for us. You can finally come out of the shadows. We want everyone to join us in the light. That means people like you and me, and also people given by God the incredible abilities we've seen over the last century. All these heroes and potential heroes, we all deserve to be in the open. So rather than an alien registration act, I announce here today a sweeping registration of all super beings. The super act will bring our nation together again. Working with the Heroic Legion, we have already begun the process of cataloging people with extraordinary abilities into one centralized and public database. No more alter egos. No more hiding. No more secrets. Everyone accounted for. Everyone together. Free and united here in the light. Thank you. And may God bless these United States of America. That was President Norris from the Oval Office. Now, it seems that he just announced... Uh, excuse me. Hmm, We'll be right back. That was Deirdre Wilson reporting from Washington, D.C.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. When Kilner accepted the job of smuggling escaped heiress Samantha Trapp across the galaxy, she expected the job to be over and done with quickly. But now they're stuck with each other and they have a job to do. Think of Automnicon as a sort of student loan company. You take a loan from them and then they own you until you've paid it off with interest. So all I have to do is pay off my debt? Fine, I can do that. How much do I owe? 900,027 credits. And counting. You're stuck here with me to work it off. We Fix Space Junk is a sci-fi sitcom from Battlebird Productions featuring Travelling by Cryo. Don't worry if you feel like you're drowning. That's perfectly normal. Wait, what? Aliens from across the galaxy. Greetings, visitors. Is that popcorn? Hello, Your Excellency. AIs. Dad, how do I do air? You're already doing it automatically. Calm down. And, of course, thrilling and exciting missions in outer space. Hello, valued employees. Here are the details for your next exciting mission. You will be repairing a device redacted in or at the location redacted. We Fix Space Junk is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe, consume, integrate, indoctrinate, assimilate, degenerate, and watch your body decay into a faceless husk as your mind floats aimlessly in space. Register your interest with Automicon now.